just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekuller, the Louisville Real Estate Show with you until the top of the hour. Hope it's a good morning for you with all the rain we've had uh, recently. We've got a lot of questions coming in, and so we'll get right to that and the answers uh, as we go forward and introduce Randy Rocky, who's with Swan Financial. He's coming to us from his car already on this Sunday morning. You can reach Randy at 645-0736. Also here is our buddy Chuck Crosby over at the Crosby Law Offices. They not only do closings, but they're also specialty. They do other things, including uh, wills, which uh, Chuck's just a a great guy. He'll be able to help you. And he says if he doesn't do it, he knows someone who does. You can reach Chuck at 499-6360. My son Greg is here with us, and you can reach me, Bob Sekuller, anytime. You uh, just simply have to pick up a phone and call me, 376-5483. We can do a basic consultation of what it takes to get the home sold or to buy a home. We can do it in person. We can do it via Zoom. We can do it via email. We we can always come to you, and there's no obligation. There's no fee involved. Three seven six five four eight three. Okay, coming up a little bit later in the show, we explore the secrets of people with low energy bills. So that's something everybody, I think, could take interest in. First, we start off with the first question to Mr. Chuck Crosby. Serena sent us an email. She bought a house a year ago, just realized that the letters that she was getting addressed to the former owner were actually delinquent homeowner association dues that apparently the former owner never paid. So Serena is saying, she listens to our show. She says, wasn't the closing attorney supposed to collect for those homeowner dues at closing? What does she do now, Chuck? What's the responsibility? Well, of- you might want to call yeah. that closing entity and say, hey, guys, what's going on? Uh, there are a variety of ways those are handled across the city. I don't know uh, what every outfit does. I know what I do. What do you which do? Which is prior to if we are told there is an HOA and it's not always a case of there's no governmental agency that you can look at. that says, yes, there's an active HOA here. Uh, so we rely on on the sellers and the realtors to get us that information. But right. uh, once we've figured out that there's an HOA and a lot of times we know um, you just go ahead and call the HOA and you get the information related to delinquencies, uh, any upcoming assessments because that that also can happen uh, where they come up with an assessment and they voted on it. It just hasn't taken place yet. Uh Uh, So that's also, you know, you you wake up and you find out there's this huge assessment for a new roof on the condo. Uh, That that can also be a problem. But we contact the HOAs uh, themselves or their management companies to get that information. Now, there is a kind of a clearinghouse out there that a lot of... uh, uh, management uh, groups uh, will use called HomeWise, hmm. and you have to order uh, that information off of HomeWise, and they will charge you most times two hundred bucks to tell you you don't have anything owed, huh. uh, but it will also give anything that needs to be paid. Now, if they had done that, and the HOA said uh, uh, no, there's no debt, but you keep you know, but there was. Well, that's a whole other ball of wax. Then you get somebody to contact the HOA and say, hey guys. You said there wasn't anything here. So, you know, you get to eat this. So from our perspective as a realtor, I can't speak for other realtors, but I can say that when we do a listing, we ask the seller, 
what the homeowner association is, what the fee is. So we know to put that in our records, which also goes on the MLS, which also right. cues you, Chuck, as the closing right. attorney. Yeah, but keep in mind, we don't yeah. see the MLS. No, the I MLS, know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, so we do rely on the sellers and the realtors to be the backstop on that. Now, there's a lot of times that PVA will give the information and we'll say, hey, you know, it's in this neighborhood, whatever, whatever. And we know from experience that right. there's an HOA. Uh, but uh, there are some outfits in town that that uh, just kind of rely on the sellers and the buyers to deal with that themselves. Um, I don't think that's how it should be done, but, you know. It's the way it is. They need. They could be. I think probably Greg would even agree, and Randy, that there needs to be a little bit better way of doing this. But listen, this is slowly yeah. but surely we're we're getting into the technology age, right? We're already there. All right. Uh, a quick reminder in case you want to know, Chuck is coming to us today from his closing room, conference room. And the reason I know that, that's right, he just moved over because there's a special picture that's behind his head. If you would like to see the picture that is behind Chuck's head and see much of this visually in addition to listening to it on uh, 840 WHAS you can go to louisvilleanswers.com that's louisvilleanswers.com where we have a rebroadcast of it and we also shoot video with the exception of Randy Rocky today cuz he's only on the phone which brings me to Randy Rocky Randy Ray yes. Ray is writing to warn all of us and Greg take note this is something right up your alley I know you want to get in the middle of this one uh, this holiday season, take pictures and video of your house and all the rooms with furniture, TVs, everything in it. Apparently, Ray's house burnt down. He's having trouble coming up with pictures and receipts for the insurance company. And he's wondering if the mortgage company that he's with will have any records of the home or appraisal because all that stuff up went in, up in flames. So I know... You also can't speak for all the other mortgage companies. And Greg, we'll get back to you on this in terms of shooting pictures in a minute. But let's talk about do mortgage companies keep the records for closings? And if so, where would Ray start to start rebuilding his file? Yeah, so that we do. Uh, if it's on the purchase, obviously, a lot of that, you know, a lot of the TVs and everything, you will not be able to see because more than likely, well, not more than likely, they, they did not take pictures Right. with his possessions in there. But if we did a refinance for him, there would be some of the things he could he could gather. Now, not all of them, but yes, we could help him in that situation. And we do keep the records of all appraisals and closings. So, so then let me throw it over to Greg. This is something everybody puts off because it's never going to happen. And then Ray, hey, Ray thinks about it and then bam, it's, it's right. a problem. So how, explain how easy it is to go throughout your house, take a regular what our point and shoot cell phone camera yeah i mean yeah but it's 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 something that i think you know i remember long ago when i was a young kid you doing uh around the house one of our yeah. older houses that you just did it and i remember you asking you're like oh for insurance purposes and i wonder nowadays sure a lot of this stuff and i'd like to get an insurance adjuster on here to let us know but yeah a lot of this stuff i have on receipt so while i've got pictures and stuff and you got stuff and pictures in your home what is the the, the proof you know yeah. What, what do, do they need pictures? Do they the just burden of proof? What, what is the burden of proof to, to file a claim on my expensive computers and monitors and stuff like that? I've switched them out throughout multiple times yeah. of, of yeah. my history of upgrades and all that kind of stuff. So is it, do I just need a receipt? Do I need them up pictured mounted? You know, that'd be a good, a really good well, question. I think a receipt is a good start. In fact, the problem is where are your receipts? I mean, everything I do nowadays, it's my generation. We do everything online. I have an online accounting of almost okay. everything that I right. order because it's on an online. I've got it through whatever, 
you know, purchase whatever business I purchase through, I do it online and I have an online record and account. So it's all there. I yeah, all so, it's there. So that's your plus. So a lot of people but, don't, they have paper, but if the right. house burns up like Ray, then he's in, he's in big trouble. He doesn't have the paper anymore. One quick thought, Ray, if you're working with the insurance company and they're arguing over maybe the types of countertops or finishes, you may be able to go to your real estate agent who you bought your home through originally. And if it's been in the past 10 years or so, there may be pictures online or you can go to Zillow punch in your address and Zillow has older pictures. Now, mind you, the, the, the other stuff, the TVs, the furniture, it's going to be the previous owner, but you can at least establish a baseline for the types of cabinets and countertops you have to help you in terms of proving the level of finishes that your home has, if that becomes a problem. All right, we move on. Chuck, you may know, in fact, Chuck does know this because he's getting communications from people who are seeing them that we post our questions and answers to YouTube, Facebook, and a variety of other social media accounts. This question actually came in from Bernie regarding the tree branch problem we talked about a couple of weeks ago. So Bernie, by the way, thank you for listening. Thank you for writing and sending us this information. It was on our Facebook, one of our Facebook accounts. He says, so what happens when you pay your neighbor $500 towards a $2,000 survey to establish the property line prior to the neighbor erecting a fence? You with me so far, Chuck? Mm-hmm. So he, he, he paid for part of it, but then you find out that they still came over on your property by 15 inches in the front and about five inches in the back. I think that's five inches or five feet in the back. He says, is it is the fence now his fence since he actually helped pay for the this property line determination? What are your thoughts, Chuck, on this thing? Okay, so the fence is already up. Apparently, it's already up and they didn't follow the survey that that our guy, Bernie, company, right? Paid the fence yeah. company. Yeah, they, yeah. Okay, so let, let's back the uh, the fence uh, was erected after the survey, and no, they just didn't follow it the was survey. Wrong. No, I think Bernie helped. Uh, he paid five hundred. Yeah, I right. know this is kind of tough to get your arms around. He pays five hundred towards two thousand for the survey, right. so they could erect the fence on the property line for the neighbor. But okay, the, whoever and the then person, the guy who puts the fence up just screws it up. Exactly. Didn't even know it's not yeah. his fence, but right. his uh, neighbor awesome. has his yeah. fence on his land. So now uh, this is where you call back to the uh, guy who put the fence up and said, hey, you need to fix this. We gave you a survey. You didn't do the job. Fix it. He asks parenthetically, is there a 10 year rule before the fence becomes the new property line? Boy, I get that all the time. Was no, that the implied, is that the easement question? Is that what the... No, what they're talking about isn't an easement. It's a, uh, they're, they're adverse possession, which is open, continuous, exclusive, adverse, notorious possession for 15 years. But the fact that he paid for part of the survey, he knows that it's on his ground and he's uh, so far permitting it. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's going to be a, that's going to kill the whole adverse possession thing. So wait, so he needs to jump on this sooner than later to get in contact yeah. with the fence company. Is yeah, there, yeah. is there a time standard then that within um, that he has to well, act? There's a variety of them, but uh, the longer you let it wait, the worse it is. Okay. So yeah, he just did it. 
you know, get on them now. Now, <laughs> That's, don't don't push it yeah. off to later. Well, it's or funny, it's funny yeah. that you say that, Chuck. Yeah. Not to not to belabor this, but there, you know, we in Norton Commons specifically, there's a lot of um, implied easements for neighbors who ease their inactive side of their yard over. If you've ever been yeah. in Norton Commons, usually one yeah. side has a side porch, and the other side is just a blank wall that. You know, the other, the right. other so I'm going to handshake and now you let your dog. And I and I recently just heard of an instance where there was an easement with the previous owner. It was expired when the new. So say I own my property, my neighbor and I had an easement. They my neighbor moved. We never drew up a new easement to give my. Well, give me now, access. See, now we're confusing things because uh, an well, easement, I didn't want to confuse it. This is why I just this just happened. No, so it's it, you're, the, the waters are muddied by the fact that uh, this easement, uh, the first one, was it actually written? Was it actually recorded? Yes. Does it run with the land? <laughs> no, it they didn't run to, with the land. It just ran with however it was worded, I believe. I'm not 100 percent, but I know okay. it didn't run with the land in perpetuity. But it ran with that homeowner. Yeah, if, to, if that's the case, then they need to write up a new one or they're just letting them use their yard and they, they can take possession back. But And they, and, and they did, from what yeah, I heard. Yeah, you can they take took possession the, they back. They took the fence down. They took they? the fence out, yeah, yeah. 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 I've heard the story. So, yeah, But yeah, I mean, yeah, no, it happens. So right. if it, there's a big difference between knowing if it's running through the land, yeah. how it was recorded, all of those good things. In, yeah, individually. and... Yep. So, folks, listen, here's the bottom line. If you, have a question, if you have a question about fencing, something that pertains to a legal issue, Chuck is a really good guy to get to know. In fact, he's on my speed dial. I'm going to give you the number to put him on your speed dial in just a second. In fact, we're going to take a break. And incidentally, when we get back, uh, we're going to explore the secrets of people with low energy bills. We have more questions for both Chuck. Chuck Crosby over at the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. And also a gentleman who's with us by phone today, but he's back and forth on and off for video. Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 6450736. My son, Greg, is here long. You can reach me, Obstacle, or anytime on my cell phone at 376-5483. If you want to see, by the way, what sellers are saying about us, head to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Want to buy a home but are afraid of interest rates being quoted? Swan Financial Home Loans can help you. Here's Randy Rocky. We know buyers want to purchase and we can help you with your interest rate. Swan has a 5-1 arm that can put your interest rate in the 5% range. Want another option? Visit a 2-1 buy down where you have two points off the first year and one point off of the second year and then you go back to the normal interest rate. Certain restrictions may apply. Don't be afraid of today's interest rates. Swan Financial can help you. Call 645-0736, NMLS 26362-2473. You probably don't think you spend much time in your home's nasty crawl space, but you really do. That moldy air passes right through your floors and into your family's living area, causing allergies and more. 
Let AquaLock remove the mold and debris, disinfect your crawl space, and install an airtight barrier, giving you back a healthy home environment with clean, fresh air. It'll even pay for itself in 10 years with utility savings, and your floors will feel warmer in the winter. Call AquaLock today for your free inspection. 495-9450. People often think that real estate agents market and sell the same way, but they don't. I'm Barbara Corcoran and I've worked with the best agents throughout the country. Having a local real estate agent who offers great marketing and options to fit your needs is smart. In Louisville, the agents I trust and you should hire are Bob and Greg Sokola. If I were selling in Louisville, Bob and Greg would be my guys. You deserve the best there is. Bob and Greg, go to WeSellLouisville.com. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekolder, the Louisville Real Estate Show. In just a moment, exploring the secrets of people with low energy bills. First, here with us till the top of the hour, Chuck Crosby with the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. And our friend Randy Rocky over at Swan Financial, 645-0736. My son Greg is here. And if you're looking to think about maybe selling your home in 2023, we're here to help you. Free consultation, no obligation. Call me 376 548 Three. So what do some of the people with low energy bills do? Some of the stuff we know and some we're going to say, oh, I didn't know that. So they know their usage. And the best way to do that is to get a home energy usage scheduled audit. So they LG&E or whoever your people are will come out and they'll say that five times fast, Bob. Say yeah, that no, five it's times. an it's an home energy audit that will <laughs> help you learn how much heat you're losing through holes and all that. Then use the right apps. There are apps online. This is something that you can do uh, energy savings, Google search, and that'll come up to you. During the winter months, you keep shades, blinds, curtains open during the day to let sunshine in and provide natural warmth and light. Come sunset, you close the window tightly to make sure that the blinds and all to minimize heat loss. We've talked about in the past programmable thermostats. Close any gaps around windows, doors, uh replace faulty caulking spray foam i've talked about this by the way chuck i have in my bedroom this uh french door that has a this leak underneath it that drives me crazy mm-hmm. so i just bought the two foam pack where you it goes on either side of the door yeah on either side slides under up. yeah and, and boy i put it in this morning and it just sealed it right up and it's great well i'll tell you um, yeah. i wouldn't know anything about that because sherry keeps the windows open until it gets into the 20s <laughs> okay well, that's, that's <laughs> so that's how we have low, yeah. low energy bills <laughs> yeah we're, we're just not going to have to worry about that one with you uh you also bundle up which apparently chuck already does yeah. uh drawing strategically i thought this was we hear you laughing randy drawing strategically so um at colder times is when you run the clothes dryer so it's actually putting out uh, some heat and maybe being reused and then reverse your fan. So you want to push warm air down. So turn the fan forward or clockwise is what this report says. So, and I know there's a reverse and I don't know what, but it's clockwise. However, that translates in your mind to looking at the fan and making sure it's going the right way. All right. Back to our questions. Cole wrote in uh, off of one of our social media accounts, Randy, he says, as long as we're in a recession, I can't think about selling my house without a terrible fear that it would also be sold for less than what I bought it for. Well, Cole, first of all, oil off the bat, let me just tell you that unless you bought it for some unseen amount of money, you're not going to lose money. But let's right. unless unless you grossly, grossly overpaid. 
yeah. we have only seen even before post and during COVID growth in year over year numbers, not, not a reduction, not a, reduction. A, growth, a growth in the speed of the climb of the price, but right. uh, no, no, no backtrack. So Cole is asking Randy, what happens in the scenario uh, just to continue to make mortgage payments uh, on the difference uh, all at once? Does he have to file bankruptcy? I think Cole is freaking out here, and I don't think he has to. Randy, the, the, it's kind of the basic stay of the course, so to speak, borrowing it from a former president. Oh, yes. And, you know, and, and it's, it's amazing you mentioned that because they told us, to, you know, some people to defer payments during COVID, yeah. which was not a good idea at all. Yeah. And we talked about that on the show many on the show many times. Just stay the course. You know, everything will work out just fine, and, like you guys just said, if he, if he didn't grossly overpay, he's going to be fine. And then when he is ready to move, which I do think rates are going to drop, uh, then he'll be in a position to go ahead and make a move. I heard a, a prediction this week because we heard, of course, not to ignore it, but the Fed increased um, uh, 50, uh, 50 basis points on Wednesday, which, yeah, we, we knew that was coming. But I heard that uh, we're, we could expect to see by mid-year of 2023 back to about 5.5%. We'll see how accurate that is for rates. And I think that may be a good part for people to jump back in again. Yes, I agree. Yep. So, Chuck, I thought you'd get to appreciate uh, this next story. So, Greg, you two and Randy, you know, there's more than 1.7 million packages stolen or missing every day nationwide, according oh. to a new New York Times study. Homeowners. As if you knew. Keep going. I got a story. Okay. home. Uh, it's amazing. Isn't it? It's like we're on the same path. <laughs> Gee, it's almost like you're my son. Oh, you are. Homeowners have been taking <laughs> creative revenge on porch pirates. So this guy, Jeremy Burrow, at, and I, I don't know the pronunciation, but it doesn't matter. He created a company called The Blank Box. You can go to blankbox.com. 60 bucks was the starter kit. And it's a box he'll ship you. And when armed, there's a self-contained blank uh, firing, uh, like a shotgun shell, inside. So what happens, and there's no no bullet, but when, he, when the crook or thief comes to your front door to pull the box up to steal it, it goes off with a big bang, scaring the crook. And if you've got a, a front-facing camera, you can enjoy watching. Are we allowed guy. to say that they poop their pants on uh, could, we can say it, morning yeah. drive time right I should tell you that he's all sold out on these. I try to see what you I've can seen, get. I've seen yeah. funny YouTube videos, and I, and I haven't personally had a uh, somebody steal packages, although I did hear on Nextdoor a couple of years ago we had an infamous – porch prowler in the neighborhood that provide that promoted a bunch of people to get ring doorbells. But yeah. I will say with two of the major companies, be careful on this holiday season, watch your tracking, watch your packages. Mm -hmm. They, they sometimes may not make it to your doorstep. There's been a lot of internal theft and I'll try to find an article for the next time we have a show, but I've had two of the major carriers, the big Brown one locally and the big yellow and red one. Both have been fumbling packages this holiday season for oh. me, and I've had to do two reports oh. with tracking and think about a lot of this online ordering. Yeah. Well, if you got to return something, you got to return it online as well. And so the package now has to travel back to get your refund. Yeah, but you take that to back, like a UPS store. Yeah, but 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 the thing is, Coles. I've done that. It's yeah. gone. It goes missing. You can't get your refund oh. from the company. You now have to file a claim. They have to investigate. Okay. So mm. just be just be weary. Of where right. you buy your goods this holiday season. Yeah, maybe true. Maybe, maybe local's local, better. So it's yeah, easier. Yeah. 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 Vicky owns a rental property, Chuck. She's wondering. She had an inquiry. We've never had this question before. She had an inquiry from someone who she says may be an illegal immigrant. 
And so it started her wondering, Vicki, is it legal to rent a property to an illegal immigrant? Well, prefer undocumented. Okay, undocumented. Let's politically Um, correct, make that. Okay. Or just nicer. Um, I don't know that that is anything that she needs to worry about. Uh, If somebody wants to rent from you, you don't have to, you know, do a credit uh, check in 50 references, though you can. Um, But uh, just bear in mind that uh, if you deny them because they may not be properly papered or Uh you think they may not be properly papered, Uh uh, because there are those, no doubt, who will look at a fellow's uh, skin and go, oh, well, they can't, you know, yada, yada, yada. Uh, That can be pushed pretty heavily by uh, uh, the Human Rights Commission. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can get yourself in a boatload of trouble if you go assuming things yes never assume you know what they say about yes we do we we're gonna go there we're not gonna go there all right let's keep going good answer though i i think you're right on track there randy walter wrote in about uh, his home he's about to purchase apparently the mechanical home inspection went well but the termite inspection discovered active wood mulching munching termites the mortgage company uh-huh. refused to close on the loan until the home was treated for termites He's wondering, do all mortgage companies now look at termite reports? I don't think that's the case, is it? No, it is. Uh, uh, no, it isn't. So uh, I don't even know how they receive that information, but you yeah. are correct. Uh, the, we do not look at home inspections or termite inspections and are not required to have that in a, for underwriting. Is that yeah. all across the board for all loan officers, all mortgage companies? You know, I, I don't know that answer, Bob, but yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, this is the first time I've heard of this. Yeah, so, a lot uh, more than... I, I don't know. Chuck, you would know, I guess, because you're seeing it on yeah, the Yeah, I was going to say, more than likely, the way this pops up is uh, the sellers or the buyers say, hey, you got termites here, there's damage, I want to repair. Uh, so the uh, seller wants to give them X amount at closing to repair this. Well, no mortgage company is going to close on a house that needs active right. repairs. You could fill in the blank what the repair is, yeah. you know, termite, uh, roof, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's not something that the mortgage company would normally look for. But once it's presented as a bill for giving a credit, that's when uh, the cottage cheese oh. hits the fan, so to speak. <laughs> yes. And, and absolutely. That that has happened uh, mm-hmm. uh, where uh, yeah, that's a good point, Chuck. I don't know why yeah. I didn't say yeah. that, but, uh, but you are yeah. you yeah. are correct. And at that All point, right. once it is, it is exposed, then we can uh, we have to we have to disclose it. Yeah, cottage cheese and that's hits the fan. Yeah, yeah, cottage cheese hits the fan. Those Chuck isms. <laughs> All right, this is the last question for the show. Candy is livid. She says she's writing an email to us that her home is under contract and the buyer said they would do inspections within five days. They missed the deadline to have the inspections done within the five days. She is no longer wants to let the buyer do inspections since the deadline has passed. Is she obligated to let the buyer do an inspection now? You go with the contract. What does the contract well, say? Well, it was five and days. Follow it. It, yeah. So yeah. They, the, the buyer agent went past the five days to even request an inspection. And now with the new version that they've just re-released, hopefully the buyers read the contract with their buyer's agent before submitting it. If you do not respond in the time frame, you are insinuating that you are taking the property as, as is, is and moving forward. And it right, says that explicitly, clearly 
in the contract. You follow the contract. However, in this neck of the woods, um, the uh, contract isn't always the GLAR contract. Correct. Uh, There are a lot Mm -hmm. of people that will use contracts other than the GLAR contract. Builders contracts, absolutely. A different association. And uh, not just that, uh, the uh, uh, supply stores, the office supply stores carry a large number of contracts Mm. and I see a bunch of them. Really? Wow. Yeah. So, so, so I guess the question aware. would be, yeah. would yeah. there be a wiggle room if there was communication and acting in good faith, but we know it has to be agreed upon. Well, Candy um, is saying no. I mean, her email is pretty emphatic. Right. Well, no, that's, I'm, I'm yeah. saying it, in this case, it's pretty clear and dry. If in, in other cases, could there be a case for asking for an extension and the, and all parties agree before deadlines are up. That's okay. That's, that's an extension. That's you're moving forward. But if no one's communicating and you let that day, those days go by and you're not paying attention, there could be some wiggle room on, did this happen on Sunday? Was it the day following? When did, yeah, when was yeah. this agreement done? There might be very short time yeah, frames right. of, of gray, yeah. but generally it's, not gray on this one. It's pretty, not, pretty not much so great. We're out of time, folks. I, I'll tell you what, this show went very fast. I almost blinked and we were over with it. So I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed uh, listening to these guys. We thank Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. He's a great guy to do closings, wills, and a variety of other things. Give him a buzz. Randy Rocky, also Swan Financial, 64507. Three six, they do a great job in getting you pre-approved, approved, and closed, and getting you to Chuck's office. You can also thank my son Greg, who does our marketing, photography, and so much more. And you can reach me, Bob Sicola, anytime. Give me a buzz if you want to talk about listing in 2023 or even buying a home. We've got uh, a lot of people that will help you, including me. I'll come out and uh, no obligation, no cost. Just we'll talk and figure out what the plan get, should be for 2023. You can reach me at three seven six five four eight three. That's it for now. We're out of time. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.